fall preview weekend registration is open right now. It's open to the first 100 people who register. We are capping this event at 100 people, and registration closes October 15th. Check it out on the IBC website, indianabible.college. We hope to see you there. Indiana Bible College is committed to training tomorrow's apostolic ministers today. And this is the Indiana Bible College podcast. Today on the podcast, we have a bonus episode for you coming from Mark, Mid-America Revival Conference. We sat down with Pastor Lopez the day following the last interview you just heard yesterday and peppered him with a few more questions related to Mark and sessions taught there and what he gleaned from the conference. We think that you're going to enjoy both this quick bonus interview, but if you've not caught anything from Mark's sermons or workshops, want to make it known the workshops are available for purchase, and that includes everything from our own brother Kilman teaching holiness, uh, creating a successful Spanish evangelism ministry, daughter works from brother Aaron Bounds, crafting a sermon with our own uh, Pastor Josh Carson. So many great workshops. And if you are interested in purchasing both sermons and workshops and all of the materials, supplemental materials that come with those workshops, I mean, tremendous amount of materials at a very good value. All right, I'm done plugging it. Show note link to where you can purchase that. Uh, Check out the show notes. Click that link. Right now, let's get right to this bonus episode with Pastor Juan Lopez. Pastor Lopez, thanks for being here at the IBC booth. Yeah, at thanks Mark. for having me. Very awesome to have you. Uh, there's been a lot of workshops happening today. You taught one of them. Uh, that topic was a successful volunteer ministry. So what was that about? The key point we were making in the the class, we went through the nuts and bolts of like organization and building uh, a team and structure to where you can sustain volunteers. But what was really the most important point made was that when we as a church looked at our volunteer ministry and understood that people are not a means to an end that when Jesus is kind of rebuking a little bit James and John and they're, hey, Lord, let us be in a high position with you. And Jesus is kind of telling them in different words. He's saying to them, you don't even understand what you're asking. Like you see me in this place of leadership and you're following me and you're saying, put us in these positions. But not long from now, you're going to see what I'm really here for. I'm dying for you. I came to serve you. And so volunteerism is a vital part of discipleship. And if you can look at it that way and you can say that we're getting people involved and we're getting them to serve, not just so we can get things done, but because we want them to grow into the person Christ intends them to be, changes the entire dynamic. How you approach it and your success rate. That's awesome. So if I could say it this way, it's not a system first, people second. 
people's first and and it helps the people to be involved absolutely that's wonderful yes sir um, you know I was hoping for some more student questions but I'm looking around here and they they really failed us what if we pretend like we're have a giant crowd and we're like hey you in the back no 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 not you yeah yeah you yeah the one with the blue shirt yeah we want to what's your question it's hard to hear over the crowd. Okay, I think you said, uh, what qualities do you look for when trying to identify leaders? Oh, that's a great question. I would say that humility, humility is critical, right? It's like, if they're gonna be leading people, they're gonna be in charge of things, it's easy for things to go to your head and for you to all of a sudden think it's not about the big plan, it's about me. And so humility is probably the first thing I look for. Um, obviously there's leadership traits you're gonna be looking for. Um, are they comfortable talking to people, guiding people, asking things of people? Um, I'll tell you one of the best qualities is resiliency. Because bro, when you're leading, it's not always gonna go your way. You're gonna spend all of this time trying to get something planned and you're gonna orchestrate it all right. Everything is gonna get ordered. It's all gonna fall into place and then it doesn't. And then your event or whatever you're trying to accomplish is not what you wanted it to be. Sometimes people can walk away from that and that will beat them up forever. It will almost hinder them from moving forward and being productive leader for the future. So if they can be resilient and allow themselves to bounce back from those things so that they can rise again to be the leader that they need to be, that's probably a critical one. Well, add to that, I think sometimes it goes almost how you want it and somebody doesn't like it. <laughs> and just dealing with that too, right? Yes. But resilience, I went to thought of that. It's a so great true. one. We'll, we'll get one last question for you. We're here at Mark. The conference theme is every member has a role in revival. Every member at every church has a role in revival. Yes. What does that mean to you? It, to me, it's coming back to the fundamental teaching that the whole body has a mission. That pastors were not the ones that were commissioned to create disciples, make disciples, music leaders, worship leaders, youth pastors. I mean, you go down the list and somehow without us without scripture dictating it, we've arrived at a place where it seems to be all about the leaders, the people that are at the top, the people that feel a call to ministry. And we've left out the majority of the body, right? Just look at Indianapolis or Indiana and, or the UPC as a whole. If the entire mission of the church was on the shoulders of licensed ministers, Bro, there's no way. There's no way. The sheer numbers make it impossible. But if you start including the entire body and you realize that even though that person's not called to a pulpit ministry, they absolutely are called to reach the lost, and you start, bro, it catches fire, and fire spreads fast. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, one bonus question. Give us something you've gleaned from Mark so far. Brother... Staten just preached. What about the baker? I won't go into the details of his message, 
But when he started talking about someone else's dream not having to die for my dream to so prosper, good. So good. you felt it in the room. Let's face it, we're human. We're human, and when we look at other people's success, we see their churches growing, we see their ministries flourishing, and things aren't going right for us. As a human, you can start to question. And you could start to get cynical, and you could start to say, well, if, but he preached it, that our dreams are not meant to compete, but that they're meant to complete. You could feel it break all across the congregation. It's almost like he was preaching the theme of the conference. Absolutely. Yeah. Fell right into it. It's incredible. Wonderful. Thank you for being back. And I think we need a whole month of Juan Lopez on the podcast. So whatever we're going to do, we're going to make it happen. I think that's an epic fail. Well, we're going to try it anyway. Thank you.